How you doing? Can you hear me? Pretty good. How are you? Yeah, good. I've been pumped, especially in the in like the current climate with all these celebs taking their little long extended vacation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now we're gonna get into it. I'll be some shocking true stuff. We're Gucci baby, so it should be all good. Okay. Welcome to that. I'm gonna start off with my intro, bring you in. All right, let's get off to the races. All right. Welcome to the Roadhouse Podcast. Old time podcast. Old time podcast. Let's get this show on the road. Road, Roadhouse. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. What's cooking, Roadhouse Mafia? Welcome to the Roadhouse Podcast, the most natural and unapologetic podcast in the world. I am your host, Roadhouse, and joining me today is very special, reoccurring guest. If you guys listened to a couple of episodes on the Antichrist agenda, he he dropped some knowledge on your heads, and his name is Dr. Etienne Graves. And today's topic is coming in with... Uh, Pedophilia Exposed and the Witch of Hollywood. I'm I'm all about it. Dr. Graves, what's up, my man? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So um, I enjoyed my time on the last show, so I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Man, people, yeah, people, people that uh, listened to the episode, that, personal people that came up to me and were like, dude, that, that's some wild stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, there is so much going on around you but you're just you're distracted by just absolute irrelevant <laughs> atrocities <laughs> that mean absolutely nothing and i know that the last time we spoke um you said you were a fan of basketball as am i i started watching uh the current nba and its uh its current climate the gameplay is phenomenal i've been enjoying the gameplay but there's been i think out of all the sports out there the nba might be the one that's pandering most to BLM, <laughs> and it's uh, it's all over shoes, court. It's it's uh, the ratings have like declined. I mean, I'm still watching, but their ratings as a whole is it's not it's not looking too pretty. No, a lot of patriotic Americans are have tuned have turned tuned out, just like they're going to do with the NFL and baseball. Their ratings are down too. And I remind you the. NBA was the first sports um, association to confess or to say they had someone had COVID. So it's not surprising that they would join to the whole Black Lives Matter and, you know, join with the cause. Not surprised at all. Yeah, on the Lakers, too. And they, they did not release any of those names. You know, you know, King James had it. <laughs> they just didn't well, want to say. That's the king of the king of the boule right there, the king of the young black boule. So of course he's gonna do it and everybody's gonna follow his lead, you know. So that's you know, once he takes the knee and he, you know, he leads the way. Everybody's gonna listen to what he says and do what he does. So but it's turned me off completely. I'm gonna be honest with you. Especially yeah. knowing what black lives matter, that I know knowing what I know, what knowing what we know, what it really means, it's just a complete turn off. So Yeah, I feel you one hundred percent on that. Um, so we're going to get into the pedos of Hollywood. And as we said earlier, uh, you got 
all the suspected large um, people in Hollywood that are suspected to be child trafficking pedophiles. You got Jimmy Kimmel. You know, he's been locked in his basement, um, taking his little break. Ellen has all this stuff coming out, her being canceled, talks of, like, sexual misconduct on her show. Um, Greece just de- declared uh, pedophilia as, what was that, a mental disability that warrants um, monetary benefits. And what do you know, Tom Hanks, which Tom Hanks might be at the epicenter of a lot of the, out of the actors and actresses, and him and his wife just became uh, Greek citizens. And then you got Chrissy Teigen out here talking about pedophilia all over her Twitter references everywhere and then she goes on a 60,000 tweet deleting spree. I don't even know how you delete 60,000 <laughs> tweets, man. I have like 18,000 emails and I can never get get through. I can never get through that mons uh, that nonsense. And then uh the real banger that I've been seeing over t- uh Twitter and social media is a uh, former adult film star Jenna Jameson who's man, doing her due diligence on trying to expose all the trafficking within the porn industry and Hollywood itself. So it's like, I've always been suspect about the porn industry. Like it's, it would be too convenient for them to be a part of, you know, like a child sex trafficking ring. And I mean, if they are complicit, man, I am, that, that, that by far does not surprise me at all. And then you have uh, Avicii, Chester Bennington, um, Chris Cornell, Anthony Bourdain, all these guys who happen to um, take their own lives in the midst of exposing some sort of human trafficking or child sex trafficking. And it's wild. It's wild out there. Yes. um, This is the year of exposure. 2020 is the year of exposure. And um, we're seeing a lot of it a lot of exposure happening now, you know, even though this stuff has been going on for a long time, it's just now starting to, um, you know, be, be exposed. So let's go, let's get into it. Um, our title tonight is Hollywood pedophilia and the official witch of Los Angeles. And, um, this is a true story. It's not a fairy tale. It's not a cartoon. It's not a movie, though it may seem like it. This is an actual true story and everything I'm going to tell you about it. It's not speculation. It actually happened, and um, it's happening now. And I've had um, a direct influence, I should say, on this whole situation with this witch, and even Hollywood, as I should say, um, because of what God has shown me and how he has used me in this situation. So let's just start with um, pedophilia. Um, Just a simple definition. If you break those two words up, pedo and philia, pedo is just child. That means child and philia means a friendly love or love. So it's pedophilia is a, a child lover. Um, that's what that is. And as you mentioned earlier, the AFA has um, tried to make that a sexual orientation, pedophilia. Um, they've been doing it for a long, a long time as it, uh, to say that it's not just um, a crime, but it's a, a sickness, just like lesbianism or you know, homosexuality or anything like that, put it in the same category. And there are even some um, factions where they have LGBTQP, and that P is for pedophiles and, and pedophilia. Um, they've done studies in most 
if not more than half of the people who were sexually abused as a child end up being pedophiles. And most of them are men, American men, believe it or not. Um, there are women that do it, but very rare is it common among, among women. Um, it goes back to the ancient Greeks when they would have boy lovers. Um, the Bible alludes to it when Jesus said, when it said that he healed all those who had sickness and disease. When you look up that word disease, one of the definitions is catamite. And catamite means a man who has a sexual relationship with a boy. So it's there in the Bible. And it was going on back in those times, even in the Greek and Roman times, even the whole wearing of the earrings. When, you know, you see a lot of people, a lot of people wearing two earrings now. Well, back in those days, it signified that you were bisexual and or a pedophile or boy lover. Um, Caesar wore them. Um, Napoleon, a lot of those bisexual rulers wore them to signify that they were either bisexual or pedophile. So I hope people who, men who have those two earrings when wearing them know what exactly what they represent and, and what they mean and what the origin is of it. I know they make look good and may look flashy and make you look cool, but man, uh, if you were living <laughs> back in those days, it would be a representation of um, homosexuality and, and pedophilia. Yeah, basically. I remember uh, back in back in the high school, rocking the rocking the earrings, <laughs> thinking, thinking you're cool. Man, I can't even. Man, I'm just like when I think about that kind of stuff, and I'm like, dude, I was such a dumbass. <laughs> like, I, don't, I you just only, you didn't care. Do what you know, you know, you only can you only can only can do better when you know better. You know, if you don't know, then you you don't know. And once you learn, and even like now that we know, maybe people that are younger, like we were, we can tell them so they can learn. And, they can know so it won't be any kind of association or any kind of open door but back to this pedophilia um it's not only is it a, a sexual thing but it's a satanic ritual abuse where they do this where they harm children they sodomize them they rape them they do whatever they can sexually um to get to kind of gain power and alistair crawley talked about this in one of his books that if you wanted to gain fame and you wanted to gain the ultimate power you need to get an innocent child and he alluded to doing something sexual with them, like molestation. So this is all steeped around, around Hollywood. And you can go back to the days of Shirley Temple and when Mickey Rooney were kids. There was pedophilia going on back then. But of course, that was a long time ago and many people weren't, um, weren't alert to it. And you had but all those... Uh, go ahead. All the... Yeah. Uh, Aleister Crowley. If you guys don't know who Aleister Crowley is, I highly advise just give him a quick Google search, see what pops up and... He was he was so relevant within all the a lot of the rock bands from back in the day. Was it the Beatles? Didn't the Beatles have a relationship with him? The and, Beatles, um, man. Michael Jackson had him on his. It was on Michael Jackson, one of Michael Jackson's album covers as well. Yeah, and um, Prince was a follower of him and some of his um, teachings. So yeah, it was a lot of Ze um, Led Zeppelin. There were a lot of um, people that were following him and following his teachings um, because it. It was a it was a key or a roadmap to fame and success, and of course, doing anything to he was even labeled as his own mother as the most evil evil as the beast. He's labeled as the most evil man that ever lived. That's his title. I can see it. People know him as. Sounds about and, right. Um, yeah, he was a, a pansexual. He was into insects with anything with men, women, children, animals, you name it. He was um, depraved and he was evil. And he tapped into some kind of magic um, that we, we want to talk about that a little bit later. But a lot of people think that magic is, you know, a video game and, you know, it's, com it's, it's movies and it's television. But it's, it's very, it's very real. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove that to you. And it's all um, backed by spells, magic spells, and things of that nature. But let's fast forward. Um, there was something that happened in 1968 that would change the course of history, and not just Los Angeles, not just America, but the whole world as we know it, because it was all used by by Hollywood. And when this happened, it took um, sex to another level, pedophilia to another level, level bestiality to another level. Um, so from 1968, even up until 2018, um, things that were happening um, are atrocious. We're hearing about some of those things now with some of these stars that we talked about earlier. You know, all the ones that are supposedly on a hiatus, supposedly the ones that are taking breaks. There's so many rumors and evidence of them being involved in child trafficking and, of course, pedophilia, which is the um, the highest sin um, in, in God's book. You know, the Bible says it would be worse for a, a person to cast a mill, put a millstone around their neck and be cast into the sea and be just dropped down to the ocean as opposed to hurting or offending or harming children. So it's in God's eyes, it's one of the most deplorable sins anyone can do. But um, some years ago, let's say about 20 years ago, I had a dream. And in the dream, I saw um, people, it was, I saw an earth, it was the earth and it was black, not like, like black, like black people, but it was like black, like just darkness. And on top of it was a person that was in darkness and they were walking with their hands out like they were a zombie, like they were under a spell. And they were walking on the edge of the earth and I could see as they would keep walking, they were going to fall. But it was something up in the in the in yonder, but I couldn't see. It was like some hands that were like doing a like drawing them to them, and they just kept walking and walking. And I was on the ground, and I could see, and I was like, "Hey, turn around, turn around!" And they couldn't hear me. They, they didn't snap out of it, and I started screaming more and more as they as they got closer to the edge. And as they got to the they got to the edge, they just fell and just and it just was crazy. As they were falling, they woke up out of the spell, but it was too late. So I looked up, and it was full of people all on top of it, just walking to their certain certain death in a, in a spell and in a trance. And even I saw even children and it was just the most frightening thing. And then I woke. I didn't understand what the dream meant for years. You know, I asked the Lord to show me. He didn't show me right away. So I had to study and research and then trying to find out what the dream mean. That's how I wrote the books. I got all kinds of information I learned that I didn't know about, about DNA, about Freemasonry, the Illuminati, all kinds of things. But some years later, um, I was researching and I saw something about California and I saw a site about something about a witch and the Holy Spirit told me to click it. So I clicked it and I found out something that I'd never heard before. the most craziest thing ever. Let's see if I can break it down. In 1968, and this is a true story. Anybody that's watching can Google this. They can verify this for themselves. Um, but let's, let's go back further. There was a woman named Louise Hubner. And she is a sixth generation witch. That was Louise that Hebner? Louise Hubner. Um, Louise and Hubner, H-U-E-B-N-E-R, Hubner. And she is a sixth generation witch. That means her great, 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 great grandmother was a witch and all the way back down. So that goes back into the 17, 1700s. But um, she was ordained as the only official witch, not only in Los Angeles County, but in the world. And she was given a certificate to perform a spell cast at the Hollywood Bowl on 1968. What kind of a spell was it? It was a sex spell with 
participation. And it's it's eerily um, coincidental how it ties in with, with what's going on today. I'm going to break down with the circles and the COVID and how you got to stand in this circle and stand six feet here and six there. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty eerie. But what happened was she had threw a birthday party for the city of Los Angeles. So the county found out about it and they were um, excited. They wanted her to do the same thing for the county. Well, she was smart. She understood spiritual authority. So she said, if you want me to, to cast this spell, to do this spell cast, I'm going to need you to give me an official certificate ordaining me as the official witch yeah, man. of Los Angeles County. They came a long way since they were burning them at the stake to actually have a whole city, yeah. <laughs> a whole and city this, party. And this was unprecedented because this had never happened. It's never happened before. So the, they drew up a, a certificate signed by the county supervisor with the county seal on it, making it official. And this is exactly what it said. I can just tell you verbatim. It says, this certifies that Luis Hubner has been ordained as the official witch of wow. Los Angeles County and is hereby ordained to cast a spell at the Hollywood Bowl on July 21st, 1968. Um, <laughs> that is that is wild. So she's given authority to cast a, a sex spell at the Hollywood Bowl and, and it gives the date. And it's a sign and it has the seal and everything. So this is an official document. And in the Bible, that's a legal, that's legal authority to open up doorways and open up um gateways to things and spirits that you know shouldn't even be open to. Um a lot of people may not know that the word Hollywood is just um from the word Hollywood comes from there's the wood that they use to make magic wands from Hollywood was from Holly wand where they make magic wands. So the word Hollywood is just magic wand. That big Hollywood sign um, in California, that's a big magic wand sitting on top of a hill. That's just not a regular Hollywood sign. The Hollywood bowl was situated in a way where the people who the audience are facing the Hollywood sign. So that magic wand is facing the participants. If you look at the Hollywood bowl, and the way it's facing, it looks almost like a cauldron that is turned on its side halfway in the ground and halfway out. Of course, witches use cauldrons to, of course, whip up their potions and cast their spell. Okay, so she got the okay to um, have this, this spell cast, but she got so much participation. She got Disney to participate and donate. She got the L.A. Zoo, the LAPD, the fire department, the county parks and rec- I mean, you name it. The KT Fox News, Channel Five News, radio stations, bandy camps, Volkswagen, all these people to participate in this spell cast. And what she did was there were eleven thousand people, eleven thousand that came to this spell cast, which is still today the largest spell cast in one group that ever happened at one place. What she did was she gave everybody, everyone that came, a piece of chalk, a red candle and some garlic. And you probably said, what's the garlic for? Well, we're going to talk about that later. But the chalk, what she had the chalk was for, she wanted everybody to draw a circle around them. And she wanted them to sit in the circle, like, you know how the hexagram is, how it has that star in the middle yeah, of the circle. Yeah, yeah. So they will, they will be sitting Indian style, so to speak, inside that circle. That's eerily similar to where you go now. Any place you go to the store, they have these circles on the ground. Six feet, stand here. Stand here. They want you to stand inside these circles. There's nothing accidental about that because 
in the in the Bible, the word for magician is it means hor- horoscopist, which means someone who draws magic circles on the ground. So it's connected with this um, COVID night. They want you to stand here and stand there, stand in that spot because you're putting yourself in that position. They were supposed to light that candle and put it at the head of the circle. Now the garlic was for a specific goddess who she was trying to summon. And that garlic required garlic as um, a sacrifice, which those people I'm sure didn't know. So she got everybody to draw that circle and she had everybody chant this spell at the same time. And and while she was doing it, there was lewd dancing going on. There was chanting going on. It was a typical eerie spell cast type type of thing. There's a bunch of hippies out there. Well, that's hippies, Woodstock but, Volume 2, <laughs> but with a little right, witchcraft right. in it. Exactly, except this was a really, this was an official witch. This wasn't someone playing games. She has had history. She had predicted um, death. She had predicted John F. Kennedy's death. She predicted some other deaths. She even predicted Robert F. Kennedy's death. And see, that goes to the connection. See, in order for this spell cast to take place, she didn't have to just have everything that she had with participants and, and the garlic and all. There had to be a sacrifice. And there were three notable sacrifices that, to, that led up to this. Of course, the first one was um, John F. Kennedy. That was a notable sacrifice. Um, and, and even, which is so crazy, when he got inaugurated as president, um, Frank Sinatra um, sung the song Old Black Magic, which talks about witches and witchcraft, which I don't think is a coincidence. He was um, set up from the start to be a sacrifice. Yeah, Frank was a gangster, too. He ran with the mob. Yeah, so I'm sure he had a connection with the with the, with this witchcraft. Now, the next time, the, the same year that the spell cast was going to happen, Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated. This was just um, a, a few months before the spell cast. Now, that's another notable sacrifice, notable person, um, and that's something. Of course, the whole uh, the whole nation was you know mourning over. Then the the biggest one came with Robert F. Kennedy, who was assassinated in Los Angeles where the spellcast would take place just one month before the spellcast took place. Was it a coincidence? Was it an accident? No, it was not. Um, so that sex spell took place, and I contend that from that day forward, the pedophilia, the, the bestiality, all kinds of sex, the rape, the me- everything that we find out about the Me Too movement now, everything that happened was a result because it exploded, exploded because of the result of this spell, a sex spell. When there's a sex spell, it's not talking about, okay, a husband and a wife having sex. Sex is between anything, anything that has the ability to have sex. Animals, people, like we talked about pedophilia. It's, it's, it's a depravity to it. And it was released amongst not just um, Los Angeles and America, but among the world via Hollywood. We talked about how the, the, the TV shows changed and the movies changed. and I mean, the stuff is real. Even connected to that TV show, Bewitched, that's that's one of the most um, accurate be- witch programs ever. I did some research, and half of the staff on, or half of the uh, the cast on Bewitched died from cancer. The other half died from heart attacks. Why is that crazy? Because if you know about the movie Bewitched, there's no words in the theme song. But there were words written to the theme song, and it talks about heart attacks, and it talks about cancer. Which is crazy, yeah. Because that's even wild. Louise Hubner herself said that you know, being doing a witchcraft, that um, bewitched was an accurate depiction of of witchcraft. And if you look at her, she has she wrote several books, and she even has the album, and she talks about sexual orgies, 
how you can gain power through sexual orgies. That was her her um her gateway into getting um these spells released. Her husband, whose name was Mentor Hubner, was a Hollywood director. How could that's not a coincidence? He directed over 12, 250 films. He drew the character for King Kong. That was all him. So there is no coincidence that she was connected to him and this whole spell um spell cast took place. The Bible says in Exodus 22, 18, that thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. And on the surface, it sounds like the Salem witch trials. Like, okay, if you see a witch, you should kill him. But when you look up the words or what that means, it's really saying you should not allow a witch's spell to continue. So from 1968, 78, 88, you just keep on going all through the spell continued and it just grew stronger and stronger. She died, I think, in 2013 or 14, but the spell was still alive and it was getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And like I said, people can Google this. This actually happened. She gained notoriety and fame because of it. She went on a tour around the war world as using the title Official Witch of Los Angeles. On her tombstone, it says the Official Witch of Los Angeles. She went to Ivy League schools and taught them how to cast spells. It's no telling how many doctors and lawyers and people that came from those schools oh learned witchcraft from her from all those years. She was featured on every major magazine. She was featured in every major newspaper. She was on a Johnny Carson show, the Joey Bishop show. I mean, she was gaining so much fame all because of this spell cast and her being the official witch of Los Angeles. She sounds eerily similar to uh, Marina Ibramovich. Man, yes. the two and the yes. two of the same ilk. That's what that sounds like. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if Obama, Obama was not a, a follower of her or, you know, learn from her or, you know, learn from her teachings. I would not be su- be surprised. So all this is incredible in its, in its own. I mean, even, even, okay, I, I didn't even mention Lori's, Lori's, you know, the Lori's saw Coca-Cola. I mean, there's so many entities that helped. And it was for all of Los Angeles County. And at that time, there were 78 cities um, in Los Angeles County. Now there's 88. But of course, what are, what, what's one of the cities in Los Angeles County? Hollywood. And that's one again, once again, we talked about this spell and this magic wand. There's a book, and I'm not anti, anti-Semitic. I love Jewish people, but this is the name of the book. I didn't write the book. This is the title of the book. It's named, it's called How the Jews Invented Hollywood. And it's by Neil Gabler. And in the book, that he talks about how quoting them, how they invented Hollywood in order to specifically, this is his words, cast a spell on people. And that's what it does. People do things or throughout the years have done things because of what they've seen through Hollywood, what they've heard through Hollywood. It's not just you're watching it, but you're being programmed and you're, and you're, being, you're being put under, under a spell and under a trance. Even with what's going on with, with, with Trump and how people feel about him. Most people feel the way they feel about him because of what they're told through television, through mainstream media, which most of it is not even true. But they can form your opinion. That word media is short for the word medium, or we get the word psychic, which is another form of a witch. So it's all connected. Yeah, I've always thought that, uh, see, yeah, propaganda machine, they'll get you... Um cast under their spell with all their movies, shows that come out. You look at look at all those Disney shows for kids that have all the sexual innuendos within the within the movies. 
And this is my personal opinion growing up watching movies. I've always thought that there's slight truths to all movies that come out of Hollywood, whether they portray them with superheroes or whatever other nonsense in it. There's there's a truth in the background because a lot of these ideas don't just come out of nowhere. Like when you talk about witches and stuff, all that co- goes back to a long, a long time ago when I mean, we weren't there to know what happened, but there's a lot of text, a lot of scripture out there that um, explains what kind of people out there and people being casted uh, casted by spells and people just disregard that. And it all comes from somewhere. <laughs> it, it definitely, and it all comes out of Hollywood. So when you say you, there's a, a cast or a spell on Hollywood to, um, you know, confuse the people, put a spell on the ma- the mass audience. They watch all these shows, and they're they're being put in a trance, and they won't even realize it. Exactly, and they're using sex, like I said, as one of those tools through ritual satanic abuse. You know, through through children. That's the the the, the biggest way that they you know that they attempt to do that is through hurting and uh, and abusing children. And um, just to go in even further, okay, so. Far as and this is like I said, I'm next. What I'm going to say next, some people may not believe, but I know it to be a true fact. I know the evidence of it is doc- documented, as far as on video of what I did, what everything what, what was done. So, okay, I learned about the spell, then I wrote the book and put everything. You know, it's in, it's in my my book, Unveiling Secrets from Eden's Garden. But um, it wasn't just good enough just to write about about the spell. Um, I was encouraged and um, you know inspired to do something about it. So, you know, the Lord was asking, what are you going to do about it? You know, he didn't just show it to me for not, for not, not for any reason. Well, for my research, I know that you don't go around messing with these type of spirits and entities unless you're ready to, you know, um, be fully submitted to what God wants you to do because there's nothing to play with. The stuff is real. In the Bible, if you look in the, in the book of Exodus, when um, Moses went before Pharaoh and Aaron, Aaron threw down his rod. And it turned into a snake. And the Bible's a serpent or a snake. And the Bible says that the Egyptians threw down their rods and it turned down into a snake. So wait a minute. We can we can fathom in our mind how Moses, I mean, Aaron, who's from God, his rod could turn into a snake. But how could the Egyptians, this is supposed to be evil power, how can their rods turn into snakes as well? So there is a magic, there is a um a, a, a witchcraft that's magical that's actually real. People may not believe it. It may seem like it's fantasy, but it's actually real. I'm not talking about those uh, magicians like David Copperfield who use illusion. I'm talking about actual magic because if a rod's going to turn into a snake, that's not an illusion. That's actual magic. And to prove that God's power is stronger, of course, than the devil's, Aaron's rod ate up all those other, or snake, ate up all those other snakes, which means his power usurps their power at all times. Okay, so I was... Um, prompted to do something about this about this spell. So, you know, who, who am I? I'm I'm not a famous person. Who, you know, this is coming going against a 50 year spell almost. But the Lord kept telling me, you cannot let this spell go past 50 years without being addressed. Like something about once it gets to 50, that it's solidified. It, it'll be difficult to bring down. It'll be you know there forever. So, I was prompted to um, see if I can get some pastors to stand with me from Los Angeles County. So I wrote a letter to 50 churches in Los Angeles County, churches I had been associated with, churches who I may know of, churches who I felt might have been, you know, ready to work with me. I wrote a letter, not saying that I'm taking the lead and come follow me. I'm saying, let's work together. 
Let's go on a um, um, six-day fast, and we're going to break this spell because of what happened. Many of them didn't, didn't know, so I, yeah, I attached the certificate, a copy of it, so they could see what happened with the witch, and I told them what happened. Um, do you know that I did not get not one call, not one response? Not want anything from any one of those. Pastors. Oh yeah, well, I'm you know, not. I'm not surprised at all by that. Well, it's, I think it's sad though because these are not all big names. These aren't. These some of these are small. You know, it's just that's unknown. Not. It's just sad that they, the level of discernment wasn't there in order to be able to combat this and fight this. Well, that's um, like um, the last episode when we talked about all the DNA and um, the all the the Antichrist stuff, and th- that's when. You have this current doctor come out. I can't remember her name, but she was talking yeah, about the, you know, the, yeah. the demon sperm. And I'm like, oh, baby, you don't even know. You guys, you guys can sit here and make fun of your guys little demon time, demon sperm, uh, the, a weird bloodline and mock it all you want. But you're the one that's going to have to pay for that at the end by, <laughs> by messing with all that. And, uh, and th- all this goes deeper. Then what's on the surface level? You look at the surface level, oh, you brush it off. Oh, that's crazy. You look into it. It's not so crazy when you when you really look into it because it's gonna it's gonna wreck your reality for most people. That's why a lot of people won't really dive into this kind of stuff because they're content with oh, I'm gonna color in the lines, follow the rules, you know. But then once you really start looking into everything that's going on, you're like, oh, okay, I see where this reference meets this reference, and you might be too smart, Dr. Graves. You might be too smart <laughs> exposing this. People can't handle well, people can't handle the truth. That's true. That's true. That's you're right. You're so right, my friend. And Dr. I continue to you that Dr. Stella Emanuel was 100 percent right on everything, everything she said about hydroxychloroquine. Not only was she right about that. But she's right. Go back and look at her YouTube sermons and videos. She's right about the demon sperm. She's right about the alien DNA. It seems crazy to people because they don't want to believe that because they, you know, they're conditioned to think, believe otherwise. But she's telling the truth. And that's why Trump, of course, backed her. So since Trump backed her, of course, well, he's crazy because she's crazy because she's telling the truth. We're in a day and age now that when people tell you the truth and it's something that you may not, you may have never heard of, that you will quickly just jump to the other side and say, well, they're crazy. They're crazy. Well, I contend to people, when you hear someone say somebody else is crazy, maybe you should really listen to what they're saying because that probably is some truth to it because that's the first thing that people want to say is somebody is crazy or they lost their mind. Oh, yeah. Look at Kanye. Talking about he's lost his mind. He's bipolar. Kanye spoke the truth. People don't understand what he's talking about. What he said about Harriet Tubman, they should do some research. He's telling the truth. They understand, understand that she was a Freemason. Do they do some research? They, he's done his research, but because they haven't, it sounds like he's crazy. He's crazy when he actually isn't. So I totally, I totally agree. Okay, so back to this whole spell thing. So I saw that I was going to, you know, be an impetus on my own. So what did I do? Um, I found the, the Lord made a way where there was some Christian TV station that I'd never been on, never heard of, why I had to buy some airtime, which which was fine. And he told me to break the spell. So I went on, my, went on the fast, no food, no, nothing to eat, nothing to drink. Nothing but prayer, no TV, no sports, nothing. Nothing but prayer, 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 prayer. Fasting, praying, praying, repenting over all the sins that happened from 1968, even though I wasn't born until 71, but stepping in that place of intercession of all the pedophilia, all the, the sex, the rape, everything that's going on because as a result of that spell. 
so when it came time for me to address it, because it was coming up to the anniversary, um, I went on the show. I got a shofar. Got it the day before. Never blew a shofar in my life. So when I blew it on the show, it seemed it, it took me a couple of minutes to get a good one out. But it was symbolic of the struggle of how that spell had a stronghold on the land for so long. It wasn't just so easy to just break because I felt a little bad about it. But I was shown that that was symbolic of how strong that that, that spell was. So I exposed it. I printed another certificate and I changed the words. And first I took the one that I, that I printed was hers and I took a, um, a lighter and I burned it. I burned it and called it canceled called the spell broken, the sex spell broken, everything that happened from it, all the effects from Hollywood, Hollywood broken. Then I declared, and I changed the words, that this day, this certificate certifies that Jesus Christ has been ordained as the one true God in order to release his supernatural powers on the earth and eradicate the spell of Louise Hubner. So I decreed and declared that. And, you know, I, I figured this was in 2018, like right, right before this it would have been 68 to 18 would have been 50. So it was right before that happened. So, um, you know, time I finished that. And I thought I didn't know if anything happened because I didn't see any, nothing happen with Hollywood. I didn't see anything immediately change. Nothing happened. So Did you get any backlash thought, after this, after you went on all the shows? You're ready to say um, all hell broke loose I in my imagine. life after that. There was the most terrible retaliation I've ever experienced. Um, from my belongings to my um, my job, my livelihood, um, tax and sleep, my mental, everything you can think of. It was just, it was horrible. It was horrible. I even um, considered and thought, like, had I, should I had even addressed it? I had even left it. If I had just left it alone, maybe things would be better, you know, better in my life. But, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to give too much detail, but, um, I think you're supposed madness. to go through the ringer like that when when you try to go on after your fast. The, it ain't easy what you did, and it was not. It's not supposed to be easy. So you were. No. I think you were due to go through a hardship after exposing that and trying to break the spell. That that's not surprising to me at all. And what what the key was what gave me the confidence to do it after you know feeling a little um, demoralized, not having any response from any of those pastors and. You know, wondering like, well, who am I? How can I just little old me do this? And the Lord showed me, well, I, I gave you the dream. You were born and raised in Los Angeles. You know, you discovered it. So you, I, for that reason, you have the authority and you have me and my name, the name of Jesus. So you have the authority to break it. So that gave me the confidence of going in. And, you know, he, I was warned, you know, don't even address it. You're not going to be ready to do everything that I've asked you to do. And, that, and I pretty much did. But for that year and a half, even up until now, it's not like it's stopped. It's been a constant, like I said, just terrible, terrible retaliation. And I mean, a lot of bad, a lot of terrible nights, a lot of struggles, a lot of prayers, a lot of, you know, but, um, so I I didn't know if anything happened. I thought it was just, I, and I, I felt it was broken, but I didn't see any result from it. So fast forward to January of this year. Now we all know what happened with Kobe Bryant. Um, well, that was the first indication to me that Okay, wait a minute. This spell, this spell is broken. See, that was an attempt of the enemy to make another sacrifice, mm-hmm. another sacrifice of a notable person to kind of reignite and reiterate this spell that had been broken by little old me, used by God using me. Um, had no idea. We keep on moving down 2020. What do we see about Hollywood? Hollywood shuts down. 
for the first time ever. Hollywood Bowl shuts down all of its events for the whole year. First time that's ever happened since it's been built. Hollywood Bowl is where that spell cast took place. We're seeing all these um, um, the, the stoppage of movies. All the movies have been stopped, the production of it. We're seeing, like we said, we talked about all these Hollywood stars who are taking breaks and who are we know that have been either arrested or who are either exposed. See, this was the first indication to me that, yes, that spell was broken. That spell was broken, and we're seeing the, the effects of it now. We're seeing things happen in Hollywood and to actors and producers and executives that had never happened in the city of Hollywood before. And it was a direct uh, result of attacking that, that spell. Like I said, there's nothing to brag about because what I've had to endure, I don't even know <laughs> if yeah, I would yeah, do that. Man. Again, really knowing what, what was coming coming from it. I mean, I can, I, I can laugh about it now, but that's to keep crying from this. It's, and even Elijah talked about it in, in, the, in the Bible when Elijah, he was facing all these prophets and it was a showdown. I stood down against Baal and he said, okay, let's see who got, who's got answers by fire. You go first. So they made all the wood, got all the dry, everything they could to keep, to have him ignited by fire. The God never answered. Baal never answered. So when it was Elijah's turn, he got a trench and poured a bunch of water on it, made it even harder. How's fire going to ignite in the water? And he said, in the presence of the Lord God, whom I stand. And he, he said, pour down fire. And the fire came down and absorbed the water and just, it was just a, a, a glorious sight. So he killed 850 prophets by himself with the sword. Now we know Jezebel is a witch. When Jezebel got word of this, she was irate and she was livid and she had a reputation for keeping her word. So to put it in today's terms, she sent a text message or an email to Elijah and said, by this time tomorrow, you're going to be dead just like those prophets were. And as mighty as Elijah was, as great as Elijah was. This brother, this man was so so was so, so mighty that one time when it was about to rain, he told King Ahab, go ahead on your chariot and go head up. I'll meet you there. King Ahab got on his chariot and went on ahead. The Bible says that a little while later, Elijah came like the bionic man outrunning the chariot. Now, if you know your research, chariots in those days can go up to 65 miles an hour. So as a man, he outran the chariot going we go. faster than 65 miles an hour. Now, some people may say, oh, I don't believe that. Well, this is what the Bible says. So if you believe the Bible, then you believe what happened. But this is a man who did mighty miracles. He stopped it from raining for three years and started back raining. He was, did mighty, mighty miracles. And when he got word of the threat from this witch, he was afraid. He even told the Lord, look, I can't even take it no more. It's too much for my mind. It's too much depression. Take my life. End my life. This mighty man, and that's exactly the point where I was at, where I felt, because I felt, well, you know, I'm a strong believer in the Lord. I've been following him for years since I was little. How could I feel this depression, this, this oppression from these spirits? But then when I saw in the Bible that even a great mighty man of God felt that oppression and that, you know, depression, I felt a little more confident. Even in, in the Bible before Jesus was crucified on the cross, he felt that oppression. He said, Lord, if you could take this cup from me, he even felt that that oppression. So it's not shame to have to, 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 to feel that, but knowing the magnitude of the spell that I addressed and everything that was involved and now seeing what happened this year, even if Hollywood comes back, it's not going to be the same. It will not be the same. It's no way. It's no way. It's going to be things are going to change. Oh, They're going yeah. to change. It's not going to be the same. So no matter what happens, I am forever convinced that the Lord used me to break 
this spell and is breaking down the walls of pedophilia. People don't know how many human traffickers or child traffickers have been arrested under President Trump's presidency. Oh, every day. Every day you're seeing raids and busts happen. Yes. 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 And it's like all a result of this spell being broken. I believe it with all my heart. It's not an accident. It's not a coincidence. I know the labor that I went through to break it. I know the retaliation that's, that's come from it. I know that even the, the fact with the whole Kobe, Kobe Bryant thing, there was, I mean, that's a notable, that was trying to get the whole, go, get the whole thing back, back ignited. And even, even what's funnier is the goddess that she was trying to connect to or bring through his name. Her name is Hakate, H-E-C-A-T-E. And she's the goddess of the, the, um, the crosswords, roads, the underworld, ghosts and witchcraft and magic. And what's funny about that is she's a three-headed witch. Well, what are the, the three founders of BLM? Three women, three-headed witches, connected. See, it's all bringing that same spirit back out, but it can't. It's broken. It's been broken, and it can't, it can't be back. The witch is dead. None of these witches have the authority to bring that spell back. So people will never know. Well, you will know, and your viewers will know that the spell in Hollywood was real and it happened and it was broken by um, a nobody. Somebody will never, never know. But Hey, that's he, how it's supposed to go, man. Yes. That's how it's supposed yes. to go. Anonymous. Anonymously, yes. you know. An, 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 well, anonymous, it wouldn't do you any good. It, it wouldn't do you any good if you're like, hey, that's <laughs> me, bro. It's me. I don't, And I don't need any more attention. I don't, the witches already, <laughs> they already were, you know, up in arms about it. You know, so I don't need any more attention you know they're already mad so. well i think if you were called right. upon again to do what you did 100 percent, knowing what you know now what you were put through i think you're the kind you're the type of man that let's get after it. let's get back let's get back to it i do it willingly i mean it'll be, i'm not gonna say it wouldn't be painful but i would do it yes most most, most definitely but the most important thing is, is these is these babies and these kids even well, what gave me confidence too was before this happened in 2020, the whole Me Too movement came out. That was a start to where I started about okay, there we go. But people are coming about about how they were raped and things happened in Hollywood, the Weinstein and all the, that was the start of it, you know. But it still wasn't the magnitude where it was shutting down production and shutting down, you know, you know, um, Hollywood as we know it. But this whole thing, you know, actually shut down Hollywood. I'm, and I'm telling you, Jimmy Kimmel, Ellen, they're not coming back. <laughs> I don't know hey, about the rest of them. Oprah, but. Oprah out here. Oprah, a oh, man. Oprah is a very sketchy individual to me. Yes, and it's it's I'm I'm the Lord always. I'm glad he, he's exposed it. If you look at the letters in Hollywood, it's um eight. It's, it's nine letters in Hollywood, and it's nine letters in the Holy Ghost. What they need to do is take that Hollywood down sign down and put the letters of Holy Ghost right there, and take that magic spell and that magic wand down. There's been so many um, stories of people being killed by that Hollywood sign and witches going up there and doing rituals with blood and everything. It's, that's a um, a haven for witchcraft right there. That sign is nothing good. It's, it's all evil. Every letter from the H to the D. That's their icon over there. Yes. Every letter was paid for and donated by a bona fide node Freemason. Every letter from the H all the way down to the D, whether they're an actor or just a person who was a business person with money, they were all Freemasons. So that gives you another connection to the whole Hollywood thing and the whole Hollywood sign. This is not a, it's not a, it's not an accident. You know, we've heard all kinds of stories of what happened with childhood actors and everything. This has been going on for a long time. 
thank God it was finally broken, but there's been a lot of lives that have been destroyed, a lot of homes that have been broken, you know, a lot of just just horror stories because um, um, being connected to Hollywood and the sex that goes along with it, you know, and it's, it was deplorable to God and he stepped in and broke it before it can be um, commemorated as a 50th anniversary. And I thank God for that. So what would the, the 50th anniversary, that would be, you said it was 1968? 68, yeah. So it would have been 2018. So it was 2018. I did it the day before, it was the day before the 21st, which would have been the actual anniversary. I think uh, so. did some help. Now you're seeing more and more come to the forefront. More Whether the curse is broken, it's definitely being exposed now. And it's got to be stopped. It's gotta, the, the pedophilia and the child trafficking is just, there's so much hints and symbology. And symbology is the first thing that mankind sought you think that symbology just goes away because you learned how to write a couple words in a sentences? No, symbology is like if you know how to if you know how to write it, how to read it, you see it ever everywhere, and it's uh, ancient literature. And man, yeah, even the FBI. If you go on the FBI, they have a, a, a pedophile sim- symbol list, and you can see well the boy lover and, and the girl lover, and there's even codes with the whole PizzaGate thing, like hot dogs or not with cheese. It's, those are certain things of saying whether you want a boy or whether you want a girl. Everything is symbolic and it's through, through codes, you know, but all that's being exposed and broken down because that's what, how they were operating through Hollywood. You know, even with the whole Pedo, Pedo Island thing, they released the, the documents of Jerry F, Jeffrey Epstein. You can see it's the fight laws of who actually was on there. I, I would, would encourage people to do some research and see who their, fa- their favorite stars are. Yeah, a lot of these big names. Fight law. Tom Hanks, the Kimmels, um, athletes, Ben Affleck, wh- whoever. Who, you look at those. Crazy, Beyonce. And you're like, why is no one talking about this? It just, it blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind that Weinstein, everyone knew what kind of pig Weinstein. Weinstein was an absolute demon. Everyone knew this. Everyone um, perceived everyone in Hollywood perceived Weinstein as their god. He got them rich, fame, any movie, the most um, the most highest paid actress, actor in the world. Weinstein was their guy. Meanwhile, they knew everything that was going on, and even all the people that would thank Weinstein in their little cute award shows. All those people absolutely silent after. After he gets arrested, where are you guys at? This is, I, since, since this whole lockdown, it kind of gave me more time to really deep dive and oh, I'm going to look, I'm going to look into some of these, some of these celebrities and just seeing, some people be like, oh, that, that picture, that picture or that, that tweet, it, it could mean anything, but it, you're right. But there's also something off. And there's something off is what you want to look into. And when people, when people try to investigate these kind of things, look into them, and then start finding deeper connections, people are like, "Oh, you're crazy. That's nothing." But it's like that—that's the whole point of investigative journalism. You think that Sherlock Holmes would just go and interview a, a suspect, and they'd be like, "No, man, he didn't do it." Sherlock would be like, "Oh, man, you are so right." Okay, <laughs> on to the next one, people 
are doing bad things, especially in Hollywood. And none of these, like these actors and actresses, their job is to deceive the public. They are, they are career liars playing characters, not only on the big screen, but in life itself. They've lost who, who, who they were. Their soul had been sold a long time ago. They, you don't need, you don't, like, just because you don't believe in, like, child traffic or uh, the ball worship, you know, uh, sacrificing children to that deity, just because you don't believe that doesn't mean that these people don't care that you don't believe that. These people exactly. believe that. They're going to do, they're going to continue with these human sacrifices, th these rituals. They don't give a shit what you think. Just because no. you think it's crazy, they have their own belief system, and man, it's just, it's Hollywood. There is not a real, there's not an ounce of realness in Hollywood. It, it's, it's fascinating. It's also, as disgusting as it is, it's fascinating that, um, I mean, I grew up, I grew up, I don't know if, how the way other people grew up, I grew up in a way of, um, very religious family talking about prophecies coming true in the future and we're possibly living in a in a prophecy right now taking place and just growing up never believe everything on the TV all that stuff and it seems fast forward to now that I could kind of comprehend and form my own opinion on what all my elders spoke to me about when I was younger and then growing up and realizing that everything that these people said maybe 20 years ago is now coming to fruition. And I'm seeing it myself as, I mean, I'm, a, I'm 28, but I feel like I have a good grasp of reality <laughs> of what's going on. And people are just, they, they just, everything that the TV is telling them, the radio is telling them, they automatically believe it. And if you don't believe it, oh, you're a bad person, exile them, cast them away, censor them. It's alarming. And if I don't know if you follow the whole Q movement and whatnot, but you're just seeing a massive purge across Facebook and Twitter just taking down any accounts that mention uh, child trafficking. They're gone. Instantaneously gone. And I feel like that's when, when uh, mainstream media is starting to take, uh, like, making efforts to expose like the Q movement or all the child trafficking, you're hitting them, you're hitting them and they're feeling it. So they're trying to turn everything around and create their own narrative on, oh, this stuff isn't happening, but you see all these reports of human trafficking and, and people getting caught and it's just nowhere to be seen on the news. Like why, that's the real, that's the real coronavirus right there. That, that's the real COVID. I don't know what we're still doing talking about COVID. Like, I'm sorry, but man, hey, you'll survive. <laughs> like, you, it what Trump said. People, people get real triggered. It is what it is, but it is what it is, man. Like, what, what are we're not bringing back anyone from the dead? And the fact that this everyone's lifestyles are being absolutely controlled, I think that's just in a spell within itself of trying to keep everyone locked down. Of don't go out, but in also another sense, I'm like, everything could be locking down right now to expose 
everything that's going on. We don't want your attention anywhere else. Like, look at these reports that are coming out. I think sports. I'm I'm surprised that like the NBA is back, uh, MLB's back. I didn't think that it was going to happen this year. So I think they're starting to bring that out, but. I think all the distractions needed to be limited for people to really start seeing all the trafficking and all the dishonesty coming out of Hollywood because people were just in a trance and would bypass all that information. And now when you have nothing else to look forward to, you see everything being exposed slowly but surely. Yeah, that spell, I said that spell is, is broken. You know, look at that word cast in order to, to have a spell, you have to cast it. You have broadcast, you know, that's a, a word. And with you, you're casting what they want, what they want you, you know, what they want you to hear. Forecast, you know, you're casting what's going to happen. You know, that's a, a, a strong word in there. Um, we talked about Weinstein. If I'm not mistaken, I think Obama gave Weinstein a Medal of Honor. Whoops. For what? You know, that's another oh, indication. Yeah. Weinstein got one, Ellen got one, all these pedophiles. And and, and um, rapists or whatever were given medals of honor by Obama. People should also do research on how many executive orders President Trump has signed on human trafficking and child trafficking since he's been in the White House, more than any other president already in his first term. See, it shouldn't be personal about what you feel about him. It should be about the children, about the babies. If you care about children, if you care about them being hurt and abused and sodomized and raped and having their adrenochrome taken from their body, blood, so they can uh, people can after can drink it, drink it for um, to, to, uh, a youth serum. You know, if you're concerned about that, you know that's that's what you should be behind. You should be behind and advocating for him removing that. That's you know what he, he's always talking about human trafficking and. Um, exposing it and just even like i said we talked about el chapo how he got him off you know how many children were saved from that underground cave that was busted open oh, and all man. that was going on under you know president trump's presidency i was talking to someone about that they said well president trump didn't do it of course he didn't do it he's not the sheriff he's not gonna go arrest him himself but it was under his watch i think that makes a difference as opposed to another president's watch where you're having transgender bathrooms that's being passed and the president's pushing it as opposed to real issues that's going on you know that's a whole difference in my in my 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 in my opinion. And that's a that, that's a slow indoctrination. It's if you talk about from sixty eight, they're not gonna like they're not just gonna come out tomorrow and be like, all right, man, you know, have sex with kids. No, I would be like, what? You're insane. You slowly you put out little drips, little um, little scenes here, little scenes there in their movies. How many parents actually know what their kids are watching when they, here, take the tablet, take my phone, go watch your little, the, your YouTube show, your Disney show. That's a good, good and point. you know, kids are sponges. They're just absorbing everything they watch and they'll catch. They watch these movies. They'll, they'll watch the same movie a hundred times. Like, I'm gonna, and <laughs> Disney. Yeah. Disney is the, is the most wicked pedophilia um, network ever. They put all kind of innuendo in their cartoons Absolutely. and their movies. And they're not ashamed of it. So anybody that has anything with Disney, I suggest if you need to get rid of that stuff. Not only is that stuff carry pedophilia and sexual um, connotations, but it's carry spells. It's witchcraft to it. That's what Disney is all operated in. You can see the 666 in the Disney symbols. It's hidden in there. Walt Disney was a 33rd degree Freemason. It's all connected. It's, it, uh, it all makes sense. As far as I'm concerned, anybody that's on that flight list is a pedophile. There's no need trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. 
not, they knew where they were going. They, they weren't taken off to some island. Well, how did I get here? Where am I going? They knew what they, what they were doing beforehand. They knew where they were going. And several of them, it wasn't just a one-time visit. Several of them visited several times. Yeah, 26 times. So, slick Bill. On. Hey, Slick Billy Clinton. I, it, it's like everyone is on this island and it's a bunch of real old guys. No one, just no one was like, man, a lot of these girls look super young. Just no one, no one said that. No one said, this is what I don't understand with like our government and going after all these human traffickers. How come we haven't had any word about, hey, what were we doing on that plane? Like, why has there been nothing coming out unless that's, if you, and I hate how everything turns so political. And, and it, cause you talk, you talk, you talk about, child trafficking and saving kids, somehow people will turn it political and then be like, well, I like this pedo or our pedo is less of a pedo than your pedo. Like that is the, not the point. All pedos, take them to the gallows for, for all I care. Uh, it doesn't phase me. But it's, and if you want to get political, I think before, I think November, October, you're going to start getting some unsealed documents and then you're going to start getting some interviews put out with, with some of these people. And I think that's going to, that's the re-election Trump card, if you will. Yep. Man, it's, kids are the most innocent thing. And I do know, like, organ harvesting all that, that market is insane. I was out in New Orleans years ago, out on Bourbon Street, and I remember seeing cops would park there. This is the first time I ever even thought about organ trafficking. I was about 22, 23 years old. I had, there was cops blocking every alleyway out on Bourbon Street, and I was like, hey, um, every alleyway that we walk by, why, why are you guys parked here? And the cops would be like, well, do you like your organs? And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? They're like, um, organ trafficking, pretty big deal on the black market. So if you go stumbling over here after a few drinks through some alleyway that where you don't know, you're going to wake up dead with a couple of missing kidneys, missing heart. And it's, it's insane. It's a big market. And then when you take it to the dark web, you know that the dark web exists in the mm -hmm. amount of, uh, child torture, human torture, all this demonic activity that's on there people know about this people see it and ah oh man it, people pretend that evil doesn't exist in this world and evil is very much real that's it's why if you just go wandering through life like a butcher chicken just getting its head cut off you have no idea what's going on you just go on you're just running around you're gonna miss a lot of this shit that you're supposed to be, you're, you're taught to watch out for. You're gonna, you're gonna miss evil people, and at that point, it's, it's too late. You're gonna get snatched up. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> great point. And just piggyback off of that, I think the whole indoctrination of kids is just ridiculous. You know, they pass laws to put um, information about lesbianism and transgenderism in textbooks, which we never learned about that stuff when we were in school. Children are children. You shouldn't be putting anything in their mind about any kind of sex. Yeah, you how easy. About what, you know, who they can, you know, who they can be with. And even having transgenders come and read to them. You know, 
well, why transgender? Why can't you be a regular person? Why does it have to be a transgender? Because you want to put that indoctrinate them and think, oh well, I can be a transgender. I can if I don't want if I'm a boy, I can be a girl. If I'm a girl, I can be a boy. You want to put that in their mind when they're little. Or even the latest thing. Well, I don't know if you heard about this. There's a troll doll. You heard about this troll doll? No, I haven't. And you have to Google it. And it's um, you know, a regular cute little troll doll, but under it, if you open the legs, is there's a button. It's a girl troll doll, and you push the button, she makes a cooing sound, a gratification sound, like some when you touch it, like she feels it feels good to her. This is on a troll doll. Wow. For babies, for kids. Once again, indoctrinating children through this whole um sexual and pedophilia and depravity, this depraved world. And that's what the whole the whole key to this is. I, I that spell wasn't just to cast um a spell on, on Hollywood and people. That was also to come against to go at, at children, the future children that, that were going to come about from you know 68 even until forever. I'm sure that she and the the entities and devils and demons and hordes of hell wanted this spell to last forever until the end of time until Jesus comes back. I'm sure. And that we, we may never have seen anything happen with Hollywood. We may never have seen anything happen with COVID because I think, like you said, it's all correlated. It's all related. It's not one thing that doesn't connect to another. Yeah, I think you know, everything is connected. Of, yeah, this whole busting of the pedophilia ring and arrest and everything. This was a perfect opportunity to use it while you have people off the streets. So when they find out their favorite star is arrested or they won't be able to riot on the street or you know do what they what they would normally do, people were rioting anyway, as we see for that. But that was the whole purpose of keeping them off the street during this COVID. There's a lot more things going on behind the scenes that people don't know about because once again, the mainstream witches or mediums tell you what they want you to know, not what you need to know or not what's actually going on. And that's where the problem lies. And that's what people are in a spell. When they finally wake up, like I saw in a dream, come out of the spell, sometimes it's too late. Oh, yeah. So hopefully people are here. A lot of the times it's it's too late. But uh, back how talking about the indoctrinating the kids, hey, kids are the easiest to brainwash. I I have a younger brother that's 15 years, years younger than me. I can convince him. Which sports team is the best team? And it could be the worst team in the league. You know, I could convince him of anything. Their mind, their their mind is so small and fragile. They're learning everything. Um, there's a show on Netflix. I'm not sure if it's still there, but it was called Abducted in Plain Sight. And this man mm. was close with his family. He kidnapped their daughter on multiple occasions. And this daughter, like or this girl that he kidnapped, like woke up from a nap and he had a whole recording. He made the when she woke up, he made the room look like a spaceship and he convinced her that uh, she was abducted by aliens and the only way to save her parents was to have sex with this alien, the man who kidnapped her. And and so you see this whole this documentary and this girl just grows up and it's, it's built into her head like, oh my God, I have to save my family. I have to have sex with this man. And she was a young girl. And it's like, when you think about it, like, yeah, kids literally believe almost anything that you tell them growing up. So this could this could be just generations, generations of kids that grew up brainwashed and then they're having kids and raising them under brainwashing tactics. And, oh, it's a lot of dirty love, people out there. <laughs> yeah, all under the umbrella of this of this spell. What that says, there were a lot of homes that were affected. That's we just, you know, that we don't, we're not privy to a lot of situations. And what you were just talking about is a perfect example of what 
happened because of that of that spells. A lot of people that were probably molested by parents or step parents or grandparents or uncles or aunts, brothers and sisters because of a, a spell that was in the in the air and that they weren't even aware um, that they were being you know taken over by. And it's, it's just my prayer that anybody that's <clears throat> being abused or being sexually molested or raped that you know the Lord send His angels and send somebody to help them and deliver them in some in some kind of way. And even the ones that are doing it. That they get a, an, an aha moment and just turn themselves in or just break free or just repent for what they've done and confess to it, you know, just that no one else will have to go through this. You know, that's my prayer for everybody out there that's listening, everybody that may be affected by it, that may not be telling anybody, may be keeping it secret. You know, I'm just my prayer is that, you know, even if they're hearing they're hearing this message, that they're they're they're, they're summoning up the courage, you know, the courage of Jesus, the courage of the Lord to be able to break free and to be able to tell someone and just make it come to an end. Is there a, is there a current witch of Hollywood who has taken the mantle from what was Huber, you know, like a next man up situation? It's a group. Like I said, it's a group like Beyonce, Ellen, Oprah, um, Angela Bassett. I mean, you try, Lady Gaga. Chris There's Jenner in there. It's like a big, yeah, the, the Kardashian. There's a group of them. There's a group of witches. I don't think there's one major one. Like I said, maybe Oprah, that might be the, the, the biggest name of notoriety. But like I said, all those we named, they're all, they're all witches under the guise of actors or actresses or celebrities because I mean, they're male witches too. Male witches are called warlocks or wizards. And there are a lot of male witches too. You know, Bill Gates, Soros, those are male witches, you know. People think of witches or warlocks and they think of those, the wizards with the, the hat with the stars on it or the witch with the black hat and the and the, <clears throat> the um the broom. Let me tell you something. You got to blend in, are, man. It's 2020. Somebody, you ain't wearing no stupid wizard hat in 2020. <laughs> let me tell people something about witches. Witches are, some of them are beautiful. You won't know. You won't know that they're witches because of how they look. You can't, unless, like I said, unless they're wearing the garb that you're familiar with, you won't know. There'll be beautiful women. There'll be, you know, you won't know that they're witches. Like we just talked about, Beyonce, beautiful. Same thing with with, with wizards and warlocks. You know, they, they'll be esteemed men who may be handsome, who may be all put together, who may be successful, but they're witches. You know, that's it's, it's no particular look that you can go by. You have to have the discernment of the Holy Spirit to be able to say, okay, wait a minute, that's the witch. That's the witch. I've been places now. After my encounter with this whole situation, it's like the discernment is turned up on being able to know who is and who isn't witches, you know? It's, and even sometimes they'll expose themselves by looking away and not looking at me or changing the table or just, it's, it's, it's crazy. There's a, um, another level of um, detection that's come with this whole in, in, encounter. And sometimes it's a little spooky and it's a little eerie. I'll tell you, after, when I addressed this spell, I had a dream every night for six months, every night. A different kind of dream. Six or months. You got straight. some real vivid dreams. <laughs> some I mean, some of them were, you know, good dreams. Some of them were, you know, spiritual warfare dreams. But it never failed without fail. Six months straight of some kind of. A, I couldn't keep up with writing them down. It was just another, I guess, um, spiritual aspect was open because of that whole because of addressing that. But the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places and rulers of the darkness of this world. These are entities that many other church people say you shouldn't you shouldn't attack those. You shouldn't address those. They have authority. You shouldn't address them. But if I'm given authority 
by God to address and then attack it by having a dream about something I never thought I would have a dream about, discovering about anybody who I ever told about this, which the first thing they say is, what? I've never heard that before. What? And they'll go look it up and they'll quickly see how true it is and wonder why they never heard of it before. It's been hidden on purpose, but it's been all it's been there in plain sight. But back in the in 68, everyone knew the LA Times, it was a front page, everybody knew it wasn't anything new, but it's you can't find pictures of it. There's no video, there's no pictures, there's no evidence of it. How I knew about the circle and what they were doing because the Lord gave me a vision, a small, short, quick vision about what happened that day. You know, it wasn't like you think like this, um, this is the dawning of the, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. like that. It was a happy, like carnival setting, like a party, you know, with the exception of them chanting that spell for that, for that moment. But everything else was like a big party atmosphere, you know, which is a festival. That's what witches do. They go to festivals. Festival is a party. And that's what it was. It was a festival, you know, witches look for festivals now. They look for festival seasons and festival times in order to do their, there's things, their their prayers, their chants, because they know that um, the heavens are more, are more proponed to be op- open at that time. So they do their rituals. And even um, with Donald Trump, they were doing their rituals, trying to make sure they spell cast a spell on him. But this is after that spell is broken. See, nothing, nothing they're going to try to do is going to work now because they're not going to be able to reignite that, reignite that spell. It's been broken. Hollywood's been affected. Okay, uh, the world has been affected. Spellbreaker. Spellbreaker Graves. Spell there breaker. we go, I like man. I like breaker. it. <laughs> That's a great title. But that will conclude our um our our, our um discussion on pedophilia Hollywood or Hollywood pedophilia the official witch of Los Angeles. I hope it has been eye-opening for some people. And I'm sure that when they hear it, they're gonna go to Google and they're gonna see. Oh <gasps> what? Oh yeah. Yes. We'll have uh yes. we'll have some yes. Any posted documents I can find of this, we're gonna post it up with the video and uh, Etienne, you are uh, you're an amazing individual. It's, I mean, Thank you, it takes uh, it takes some strength to come out and and say um, the stuff that you say and that you speak of to um, provide some knowledge for the people that kind of lost. I guess you could say there's a lot of people that um, don't don't follow any sort of scripture aren't part of any religion and my take um like i said i all my family i'm a russian orthodox is is how i how i've been raised and all my family is super religious and it's uh it's it's quite a difference when you see some people and i have friends who have grown up with just zero no no god no structure in their life and i'm like everyone the bible was the Bible was adopted by religions. the The Bible is is not married to to religions. It's the religions came, they adopted that as their scriptures. They're going to go by. But you don't need to be a religious person to read the Bible. You could go read the Bible. You could paraphrase it. T- hey, take it how how it comes to you. There's meanings in all the stories in there. Everything, and you don't have to be a religious person to read it. But if you read it. Might give you a might give you a better outlook on life. It gives you a certain set of standards to live your life by, and um, a lot of those standards have escaped, escaped people, and it shows. <laughs> it really yeah, shows. The, 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 the Bible is historic. It's his history. It's historical. It's prophetical. It has prophecy, and it's powerful because it's the word of God. So there's three aspects to it. It's supernatural in itself. 
but it also, like I said, it's, it has things that actually happen. Everything in the Bible is a true statement, but everything in the Bible is not a statement of truth. In other words, if the Bible is recording someone telling a lie, then that wouldn't be a statement of truth. Yeah. But it is true that they said whatever they said that was a lie. So the Bible is, I found, has everything that involves life. There's nothing in life that's not really already in the Bible, from math to finances to marriage to, to parenting to business to education. You know, they used the Bible a long time ago as their textbook before a lot of things got involved because everything in it, you know, you can be taught. So even if you're not religious or people don't believe in God, like I said, just open it, just read it. And who knows what's going to happen when you start reading it. You know, things may change. Your perspective and your outlook may change, you know? Yeah, you never know. If you haven't ever opened one and read anything, you'll never know until you check it out. And I'm not here to force anyone. Um, It's not my duty to force you. All myself and Dr. Graves can do is relay a message, provide it out to the masses, and encourage you, encourage you to go check it out. But... I mean, if you want to find yourself, that, that's on you. That's on yourself to go do, buddy. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not forcing anybody either. But I, I tell you this, and I will state this for a hundred percent fact: without the Word of God, without the Bible, that spell would not have been able to be addressed, or would not have been able to be broken. Definitely. Either one. One hundred percent. Sure of that. <laughs> that's awesome, so, Etienne. If you got any, uh, got anything you want to plug? Where can uh, the listeners come and check you out? Find all your content and. Uh, you know, let's let's get them out your your Twitter handles, your YouTube, whatever you got. Okay, uh, I appreciate that. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at at Etienne Memo. That's my first name, E T I E N N E, and Memo M E M O. Um, if you go there, you'll see what my um, my YouTube channel is. Welcome to subscribers. If you want to purchase any of my books, um, they're available on Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Etienne Graves. Um, I'm on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Etienne Graves. And if you want to donate to the ministry or my research, I would appreciate it. Um, it would be greatly, greatly, um, greatly, um, it'll be used in a great way and there'll be much gratitude for it. It's paypal.me forward slash capital E lowercase g m e m o. So that's paypal.me forward slash eg memo and last but not least i am happy and excited to announce that i will be starting my own show there we on go august 18th entitled the hour of uncovering and i'll hope for it to be an hour or so long that's the title of the hour of uncovering and it'll be much like the information that i'm going to talk about on this show but there will be pictures there'll be powerpoints there'll be guests there'll be um things you wouldn't expect on a regular show. There'll be prayers. There'll be questions, answers. Um, we'll talk about the supernatural. We'll engage in the supernatural. There'll be so much more. It'll be a show unlike any other. I'll just be the host, but the the star will be the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. So there we go. Hey, that's awesome. 18th. What was it? Yeah. The hour? The hour of uncovering? The hour of yeah. uncovering. Oh, yeah, I yes. love it, my man. Yes. Well, hey, if I ever, if you ever catch yourself in Portland, I don't know why you would want to come to Portland, <laughs> but swing on by the, through this to the studio. I would love to meet you out in person, have a nice chat, and uh, hey, man, let's do this again. Whatever you got, I would love to uh, set up a future time. 
get get the graves, the spellbreaker, get him back on the show. <laughs> no doubt. I appreciate it. It'd be a pleasure and an honor. Thanks for having me. I think I'm gonna hashtag that. I like that. I'm gonna spellbreaker. I think I'm gonna hashtag Yeah, well you got uh Bishop Larry Gators like out that. here, the contract killer of truth for, yeah. <laughs> for I like yeah, that. I like that one. We got the contract yeah. killer and the spellbreaker, man. You guys oh, are awesome. That's awesome. I like that. Amen. Thank you, brother. All right, my man. Hey, you have a you have a good rest of your night, and uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll chat up with you soon. Okay, you too, man. Thank you, and uh, God bless you and your family. I'll be praying for you guys. Okay, Roger that. God blesses you as well. Get better. Get better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Take care. Woo wee! That was an awesome episode. Um. I like to have these um, these spiritual spiritual people come on and talk more because I grew up I grew up real wild, broke a lot of rules, and um, wasn't till I got older and after I got married that I kind of started looking more into this kind of stuff and trying to become become a better person. And it's definitely helped out a lot. And just um, hearing some of these guys and some of the conversations we've had uh, off air, it's definitely, um, definitely changed uh, my way of life for the most part. Not a finished product, still working on it, but I hope you guys take whatever information that gets relayed out to you guys and um, take what you want to take out of it. Don't worry about what anyone else is saying. The whole point of um, listening and comprehending, critical thinking, is someone tells you something, you figure out what the hell that they're talking about, and then you form your own opinion. No, no teacher, no writing teacher ever lets you write an essay without citing any without citing at least more than one source, it's like, oh, this one article said this, so everything is real. I don't know what's going on. But I'm definitely out here trying to figure it out. That's the episode. Um, Winnie D's couldn't make it today. So we will catch you guys next week at the Roadhouse Party. And join the Roadhouse Mafia. Follow us on Twitter, at Roadhouse. Send in any FAQs, any questions, question of the week, word of the week, anything you want to hear on the show, any ideas you guys have, any guest ideas, email that to roadhousemedia at gmail.com. And we'll see. If it's some dog shit, we're probably just not going to do anything with it, but... If it's some good stuff, you can bet your sweet ass we'll put it on the show. So again, thank you guys. Hit that subscribe button on uh, Apple Podcasts. I know we do a lot more Spotify, but Apple Podcasts is where um, they really look for your statistics to uh, move you up the charts. So give us a give us a review, one through five. I don't care. <laughs> like you're not you're not hurting my feelings if you give me a one a one star. But you know, just have a five star for. Why not? Give daddy a five star. Give us a review and hit that subscribe button. That way, that subscribe button, anytime a new episode comes, it uh, 
it drops right into your phone, right into your iPad, whatever the hell that you listen to podcasts on. And uh, our goal here is to give you guys an episode per week. We uh, we got a team over here. We all have uh, <laughs> day-long jobs. So this is all extra and um, trying to make the most out of it. We're building this thing from the ground up. We're a year in. We still got plenty of time, baby. If you guys would like to donate to the show, you could donate to um, the Roadhouse Cash App. is just Roadhouse. And um, you can subscribe to our Patreon channel. It's patreon.com slash Roadhouse Media. Go over there, subscribe. It's like 2 or $3 a month. Y'all playing Angry Birds for that much. But if not, it doesn't matter. We're still giving you free content all the time. And I have no problem with that. So thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. We have um, we have some real badass guests lined up. So, so stay tuned, baby. Stay tuned, baby. Roadhouse, Roadhouse out. out. out.